Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from a varying skill range. I will be your travel guide through this trip down memory lane. Andrew, with me, the guy who can never remember anything after a night of drinking, Keith. What? <laughs> and the one who can barely even remember my name, Liz. Hey guys. And this week we are talking Old Man's Journey by Broken Rule Studio. So starting off, I guess we should go around. Is this a game or a pass for you? So Liz, was this, this was your pick. So tell everyone, is this a game or a pass? For me, <laughs> it's a pass, um, which is really sad to say because I love the art style so much. But the story just did it in for me. Like I, yeah, I'm going to give it a pass. An angry pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a game. Yeah, I think it's a game. Wow. Uh, for me, this may be a first for me, but this is actually a pass for me as well. Oh, uh, snap. I, I agree with you, Liz. The art style is good in it, but unfortunately, I think that's kind of where I was the only kind of pros I kind of have for this game. Well, it's funny because like, when I was looking at people's comments on the game, one that stuck out to me is someone said, not all games that look good are actually good. And for <laughs> me, it's like one of those things where I just love the art style so much that... I really wanted to like the game. So before we go any further, I just want to tell everyone real quick that there's going to be numerous spoilers for this game. So if you are at all interested in the actual story of this game and you actually do kind of plan on picking it up and you just kind of wanted to know where we stood, just pause the episode for now and come back to it later because we are going to be discussing the story at full length. And it's only but, like two hours worth of play. So you really yeah, can it's a very quick play game. it and come back. So do that if you're worried. Yeah. So... I got to say, Liz, starting off with that quote, I fully agree with this game, what that user was saying, because this game to me is really gorgeous. To me, it kind of it reminded me of a child's like book. It was very kind of colorful with like these pastel colors and just some watercolor. And it was just like really gorgeous kind of landscapes. And I really like the music of it, too. But that's kind of all the nice things really I kind of say to it. It was like a storybook, but... The, the story was such <laughs> the garbage. The story was bad. And for me, like, they describe the game as a story game about life's precious moments, broken dreams, and changed plans. And that is not accurate. So, I guess, this, since this is going to be the majority of our topic, uh, is the story of this game. Keith, I mean, we kind of already said our points. What did you think of the story? So, I, I can't really disagree with you at that point. And that's where I kind of... I hesitate even when I say game, but I do still stand by that opinion. But yeah, there's story really. It's not that the story isn't even good. It could be all right if it was just told to you at all. The way, just the way that it's delivered is boring and makes it heartless and meaningless to me. Yeah. See, for me, like the game's called Old Man's Journey, but I keep wanting to call it The Adventures of Deadbeat Dad. Because, like, that's, that's literally what the story is about. It's just this old man who's just a complete deadbeat. The thing that really infuriates me is that I feel like this was created by a deadbeat dad. Because only a deadbeat dad would give it this ending where his ex-wife, who he abandoned, he abandoned his child when she was young as well, she's on her deathbed. And so he decides that he is going to go after decades and and see them and try to be a part of their lives. 
And, of course, like, the mom who does all the raising and who is a good person dies. And then he's with his grandkid and daughter at the end. But for me, this is a theory that I expressed with Andrew, and he had kind of thought it too. There's a scene where you go down a waterfall, and you're in the water. And so for me, I just tell myself that he died there, and that this is what he wanted, but he doesn't get it because he didn't deserve it. And so for me, that makes me feel better. <laughs> that was my theory too, that Not the old to, man like, killed himself. It sounds morbid, but I see, I didn't think he killed himself. I thought he just drowned. And it, there's, like, an underwater sequence where he's, like, walking around and he goes through this gate and stuff. And so, for me, I, I'm not even convinced that he lives in the end. No. I mean, I, I'm with you on there. So, I had my own theory about it, though. But I think this is actually a true-to-life story about Andrew. After years and years of playing Sea of Thieves, he finally <laughs> decides he just needs to set sail with the life of a pirate. And he abandons you, Liz. I'm sorry to tell you that. And then, <laughs> oh, and then wow. after failing miserably as a pirate in real life... He says it's time to go home, only to realize it's far too late. No, see, what would happen is I would hunt him down, <laughs> and then I would kill him, and I would throw him down a waterfall. <laughs> but, but on a serious <laughs> note, yes, I do I do agree with you, though. That whole scene where whether or not he killed himself, because you kind of intentionally fall down waterfalls throughout the whole game, uh, it definitely seemed like, yeah, he died there. It didn't seem... That's why I think he killed himself. I mean, because it's, like it's that's how you very possible, but like, but why start the journey then? Because for me, they don't tell you. So the game starts out as you're the old man in a house, and a mail delivery guy comes up and gives you a letter. You look kind of sad, and then you pick up your pack and you go on this adventure. There's literally no dialogue in this game, so we have no idea what that letter says. I think that letter could have easily said like, "Mom's dying, and we don't want you anywhere near us. Like you've been the worst person in the world." It literally could have been just a letter of like, "Hey, stay away from us." And he finally came to the end, like, my family doesn't want me, and decided to go end it. That's kind of my guess. That's just why I was thinking possibly he committed suicide. You're just assuming that the letter is, like, saying, asking for forgiveness to come visit them. Yeah, and that's part of it, too. I mean, who knows? Maybe he finds out all of them died. Maybe it was a tragic accident. I mean, it could... Yeah, that is possible, too. But for me, like, so I kind of want to start from the beginning of this game. So the reason I always call it The Adventures of Deadbeat Dad is because, like, even a lot of the memories, since the beginning, I, I always kind of thought the old man was kind of a, a jerk. So, like, the very first scene is, like, him as a sailor, like, seeing the girl. And he's like, oh, I find this girl attractive. And then, like, the next scene, I think it's the next scene, or it's, like, the third scene, she's pr- she's already pregnant, and he's now deciding to marry her. So it's like, oh, great, so you knocked her up, and now you feel bad, and so you're going to decide to marry her. And then there's another scene where he surprises her with a boat. And it's a surprise. And to me, that scene reminded me of The Simpsons, where Homer buys Marge a bowling ball, but it has the bowling ball engraved with Homer on it, because <laughs> he clearly knows she doesn't want the bowling ball. And that's exactly what I thought that scene was, too. Like, hey, honey, I know you're really into sailing. I bought you a boat. Oh, you don't want this boat? Well, I'll take it. So for me, I just felt like he was just constantly thinking of himself. And, like, this woman is just, like, trying everything to care for him. Because then they have the kid... And clearly they throw this nice birthday party for the kid, but all deadbeat dad cares about is looking at the ocean. And even the kid's like, wow, daddy, I love you. The next scene is just like, well, bye. I want to go on an adventure. Screw my family. Even though like they clearly depend on me. Uh, I'm just going to leave and go on an adventure without you guys. Bye. Like doesn't, doesn't seem like he tries to invite them or anything. He just kind of goes off and then realizes he regrets everything and Tries to come back home and, oh, what do you know? His family didn't wait for him and they just upped and left him. 
He waited until he was super old and probably ready to croak and said, I want to feel good about myself. Take me back. And it's like, no. And for me, I feel like it's insulting to men. Like, I mean, how many like times do you have to hear about, like, a deadbeat dad and stuff like that? It's like, why can't we have, like, a good dad in it, you know? Well, and the thing, too, that I think is interesting at the end of the game. So if you take the ending for literally what it's supposed to mean of, you know, the family forgives him and he's now back in the daughter's life. You don't, the daughter has a child now, but you don't see a husband for her. Is just, like, the entire women of this family just into really bad men that don't want to stick with them? Because you don't see a husband with her, and so she's a single mom she learned now. it from her idiot mom. <laughs> <laughs> Which so for me, that kind of made me depressed. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I, I see what you're saying as far as the daughter not having a husband there, but I also think it's very possible that they just didn't have a young kid hanging out in the deathbed. I mean, it's pretty No, not the deathbed. You're... It was on the boat. No, on the I boat. get that, it's but just... I'm just saying that you wouldn't have oh. seen the kid at all. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, the fact that there's no dad ever in there. I guess he sucked too. But from what I was also reading for some interviews with the developers, Liz, I know you're trying to say this game is about deadbeats, like a dead, like maybe the developer is a deadbeat dad. I, looking more into the story, I kind of understand what the overall moral of the story is that they're trying to go for. And it's more of trying to say that even though you are passionate about certain things, you need to realize that you have like a family and you need to be able to share your passion with that family or be able to divide your time up with that family. Because if you decide to ignore your family and just live in your own life, you're going to regret it. To case in point, have you guys seen the movie Click featuring Adam Sandler? I know that was an absolutely amazing movie. Oh, man. What no. a classic. What a classic. But it's it's a, the movie is essentially the same plot where Adam Sandler keeps fast forwarding these parts of his life that he thinks are boring. And then before he knows it, it's at the end of his life. And he's like, I just missed even these boring moments with my family are actually very I, precious. I don't buy it. There's no consequences for him whatsoever. I agree. Lives, I do wish he had consequences. He lives his best life. And then at the end, he's like, oh, take me back now that I've probably not even financially supported you. Just like up and left you. Like, no. For me, that trying to find a moral in this is asinine. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. No. See, like, but there's a difference between a, having a moral to the story and making him a good character. I don't think he has to become a good character. He can still be what he was. But the story is, is that that's the problem, is people just absorb themselves with what they want first. It's saying if you do terrible things, you're going to get everything that you want. So why why bother? Why bother But he didn't person? get everything he wanted. Yeah, he did. He got his life full of adventure, and then he got to go home at the end of the end of his life and hang out with his grandkid. Well, in the flashbacks, he definitely felt regret, though, because, like, on the boat, he kept looking at pictures of his family and was sad about it. Like, he definitely felt regret and he missed his family. That's why he did end up going back. But he had, like, white hair then. He was still an old man. Like, yeah. if he really felt bad, it wouldn't have taken him decades to go back and do what was right. So, for me, like, I... That's garbage to me. But... I also don't think this game is really trying to present old man as a nice person. It's not like you're going around and saving the neighbor kid or rescuing animals. Like, it's just an old man walking around. So it's not like they're really actually trying to paint him in a good light. Because all the memories kind of show him as a terrible person. Yeah, but then good things shouldn't happen to him at the end. Like, I'm so sick of, like, I mean, you see it every day in real life. Garbage people getting 
all kinds of greatness in their life. Like, no, I don't want to see that in a video game. <laughs> Go down the waterfall. <laughs> Drown, old man. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I do kind of agree, Liz. Like, that's why for me, I think the old man probably committed suicide or died in the waterfall. Because I do agree. I think it is a bit like, uh, see, I, I think people should be forgiven if they seek forgiveness. But I do agree. It does seem a bit easy. You can forgive and let go, though. Yes. Like, you, if if like your parent abandons you for a couple decades and they come back and they're like, oh, sorry about that. It's like, yeah, you can forgive them even for your, like, even if it's just for your own peace of mind. But that doesn't mean that you're going to have them in your kid's life. I agree. But what if you want to make that choice, too? I mean, there's you're nothing. You're an idiot. You don't, no, I, absolutely not. I I think it's asinine to say you have to absolutely cut someone out of your life for that. If I mean, you don't have to let them back in. Like, they shouldn't have to. They can ask for forgiveness. And if you want to choose them to let them be part of your life, let them. I don't. But you don't have to. Well, I'm not telling people what to do. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I just I mean, sounds like you are. Like, there's only one option. If if anyone has ever abandoned you ever, cut that person out is, like a, a freaking tumor. <laughs> I have never met a loser deadbeat dad who to actually change, though. And That's it's, true. I feel like it's, a, I mean, like, I, I've met so many of them. I've never met one that actually fully changed, was fully sorry, and earned it back. That's the thing. Like, you have, you have to, like, I mean, like, I, did he even have to, like, earn his place back in the family? Like, I just, I don't buy it. I feel like it's wishful thinking. Did he, did for... he come back with a check for a million dollars? I mean, he probably wasn't paying child support if he, I mean... I don't think they had a lot of child support. It was like the 40s. I don't think that was a thing. No, I think it's supposed to be the 60s. It's a said. different country. Like it's France. Developers. Yeah. It takes was, place. No, that was Austria. No, the studio's from Austria, oh. but this is supposed to take place in France. But for so me, anyways, it's just like, what a weak play? woman. The gameplay. I've never played a game like this. Like, where you, like, manipulate the landscape. Yeah. So the game is a, <laughs> it's a puzzle game, but I would use puzzles in quotes because it's not a very difficult game. <laughs> It's this game for me is it's the epitome of like a relaxing game. If you just want something that's kind of easy and mindless, something that's pretty to look at and has kind of and has good music, this is a great game for that. But I'm curious. So this game has zero text, zero dialogue. So they don't explain the mechanics to you at all. Did you guys have any issues with the mechanics? I had an issue with the sheep at one point. So I actually ended up looking up at a walkthrough because I was like, what am I doing wrong? Wow. And it turns out it was just a glitch in the game. The sheep weren't going where they're supposed to go. And after clicking them probably about like 30, 35 times, they eventually <laughs> went where they needed to go. Because I didn't know if it was going to save or not. The sheep just got fed up and they're like, fine. <laughs> no, because like I, I actually, I watched it. Everything was lined up perfectly. I, re, I, like, I redid it. Everything was fine. And it was just like a glitch in the game where the sheep wouldn't go where they were supposed to. But besides that, I mean, I had seen you play a little bit, so I knew like kind of what to do. Yeah. But um, And I saw the trailer, so the trailer kind of shows you what you I do. I kind of got a little bored. Yeah. Which, so for me, like I was actually like, I went back to the walkthrough because I like was like, I just want to get through the game. <laughs> well, so I hadn't watched the trailer for it, but I had read through some of like the Xbox comments. So I, people were complaining about or praising it on both levels because that's what comment sections are so i kind of had an idea of like how the landscape moved and everything so i figured it out very quickly the sheep were definitely the bane of my existence and 
I think you and I had the same experience, Andrew, where it took us until about the third or fourth level with the sheep before we realized <laughs> yeah. So that there's that patches there's of grass that they walk to. <laughs> yeah. Now, I did that not realize being that. said, I, I can't tell you because I did pull up a walkthrough for one of them. Uh, it's actually how I got one of the achievements as well. But I had I maybe the same glitch Liz had. I don't know, but I couldn't figure it out. And I just kept clicking on them. And finally, like, I kind of mashed my way through them. <laughs> i actually did that once too i was yeah, like I was... in the herd of sheep and eventually they just went through me and went away I yeah like, i just you. kept clicking it's like i don't know i don't think i completed that properly but i'm through i feel like they just put the sheep in as another element yeah because it was kind of like bare bones i mean you're moving the hills and, and things like that i didn't think there was really like enough to do yeah for me i wish there was just a little bit more direction because like for me i'm just like maybe if i'm supposed to walk to this corner of the screen because like a lot of it's just like these sprawling hillsides and you're like i don't see a town i don't see a road like where am i going so i'm just like maybe just go to this corner and oh yay the map expanded i guess i went the right way so i wish there was at least slight indications where to go but i didn't have any issues I, I didn't have to do any walkthroughs at all you know i guess i'm just smarter than you guys well i mean like i said in all <laughs> fairness one of them got me the got me the achievement for the perfecting the sheep or whatever because by, like, by mashing sweet. through them you perfected the sheep no because you had to do it with with the least amount of moves oh and so it showed me that it was like the easiest one to do it on two by chance but yeah i pulled it up did it and that was about it i also i did look up where one of the people was because i didn't feel like going back and finding out where i missed them which i feel like that the flashbacks i feel like they could have done it as like a I don't want to say, like, video sequence, but, like, they could have shown more. Because it was just an image. I like the image. Even if it wasn't, like, dial, even, like, yeah. Because, I mean, like, the whole no dialogue thing, I kind of get. I like how it was kind of throughout the whole thing. Nobody was was speaking or anything. But I do think that it would have been nice to have, like, a clip or something. I, I would have liked at least maybe, I guess, one clip at the end, maybe. Like showing a little bit more, but overall, I like the images. I I really really like the art style of this game. Oh, it was beautiful. I loved like whenever they would just like sometimes they would zoom in and like it still looked gorgeous. They would sometimes zoom in or zoom out, and yeah, it just it looked like a kid's like a child's book, and I thought it looked really nice. But I like the images because with the images, the past memory images, it always would have like something slightly moving in it, and I kind of like the depth of it, but. Since there's no dialogue in it, I feel like this is such a typical trope of like any sort of indie game where, oh, since we don't have dialogue or anything like that, the game is what you interpret it. And that kind of annoys me sometimes. It's like sometimes I just want to be dumb and I want you to explain things to me. I'd agree with that. I also, I feel like the because there was no dialogue, maybe the music could have been like a little bit better. I thought it was good. But it did, like, fade to the background. So I just feel like if you're not going to have dialogue, it it should be, like, top-notch. I, I just, I love the music. So I liked it. I think the music was fantastic. That's what I agree with. But I do also think that it was a bit quiet. Not by much. It just could have been a little bit more accentuated. Because it was really good. Yeah. And at times I kind of almost forgot about it. Which, that's, as that's we've talked about, is still a good it. thing. But in a lot of ways, like, we've talked about this before. That's something I like about games is that when all of a sudden I realize it's there, I go, oh, this is great music. But even a short like... one. Yeah. Like an hour and a half short... game. 
Well, because if you're sitting there for two hours and it's the same grinding music, like after 22 seconds of Graveyard Keeper, I wanted to blow my brains out. <laughs> if I had to listen to that for two hours straight, my gosh. So dramatic. <laughs> See, for me, I, I love the music. Like, I, I think this game is just incredibly relaxing. If you're looking for a game, if you had a stressful day and you do just want something to kind of turn your brain off, maybe, and I guess not completely because it is a puzzle game, but if you just want to kind of sit and enjoy something, this game does an okay job. Like, I really like the music. I really like the art style. Gameplay wasn't too hard. So it's like, oh, this is pretty relaxing. But I do agree, Liz, though. Like, after a while, I was kind of like, nah, I'm ready for this to be over. It made me like, feel antsy. Like, okay, get to the end. Get to the end. I wonder what happens. Uh, yeah. But luckily, this game is like two hours tops for gameplay. So it's not very long, which I think is good. I It definitely doesn't overplay its welcome. It's just straight to the point. Which, if I had liked the story of the game and, like, I didn't get so mad about it, which I apologize for, <laughs> but I would have gone back and um and, and done it again because there were some achievements that I didn't get. So I definitely think that if you like the story and you, like, miss an achievement or something, you can go back. But, yeah, I just I couldn't bring myself to do it. Yeah, which is definitely the biggest plus of this game is if you're an achievement hunter, this game is a 100% play. Since this game is only two hours long, the achievements are missable, but... There's only 12. There's only 12, and the game's actually cut up in, like, little chapters. So if you miss something, you can easily just go back to that chapter and quickly do that achievement. So, and even then, even if you just read the achievements, you can kind of figure out what they are. There's some that's like, all right, I might have to look this up. But there's only 12, and you're going to get... You can thousand this game. No issue at all. So if you're an achievement hunter, this is a definite must-play. Which I got half... And um, I, there's one that I was kind of bummed about because I clicked on the person and nothing had happened and it was an achievement. So I don't know what happened, but I did get six out of 12 without having Ooh. to look any up. And like I said, the other six, super easy. I could, totally could have done it, but I, I probably should look up achievements before I play so that I can like keep an eye out, you know? Oh, you're actually but starting never... to get into achievements? Because before you were like, I don't care. Well, for this one, it's like my my score was so high. I was like, oh my goodness, because I got like 500 out of 1,000. Um, but yeah, I do kind of want to pay attention to achievements a little bit. But at the same time, I like when they like spontaneously pop up and was like, ooh, I got one. So I don't know if I'm going to look them up in the future. Well, so Andrew, I know you without, did the 1,000, but Liz, did you get the one with the, the perfect train ride without hitting emergency brakes? I'm guessing maybe not, but... Oh, I don't know. Wait, Andrew didn't thousand it yet. Oh, you didn't? Did you? I'm going to. No, it's fine that you haven't yet. Because I, I, now, I mean, I'm just curious, is the train ride one of them? I did it. I have no idea. Because that one took me probably like three or four tries. So I was also curious how if you did it on your first try or not. Oh, with like no stopping? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, d- I doubt it. I know I definitely didn't. I, definitely I, I did didn't. it my first try. I was like two platforms away that I missed it. And then and in the same platform got me like, at least once more. I think I did it on my third try. But I was like, I have to get this. So I've <laughs> know, got my thousand already. I know there's one where you have to drive a mile or something like that. Yeah, in the car you just and sit there. For me, I don't like it when it's not one that I would just like naturally do. You know what I mean? Like the the walkthrough, I mean, he was driving up and down. He's like waiting for it to pop up. I don't want to waste my time with achievements like that. I like ones that are that are earned based off of, like, a skill or something like that. But for me, it's just boring. Well, the truck one, I actually would have stumbled on it by accident anyway because 
it looked like a cutscene. So I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm like, wait, am I supposed to be doing something? Then also the achievement popped up and I was like, oh, uh, I think I'm supposed to do something. And eventually I clicked around and figured out, yeah, that you were supposed to do something to make the car stop. And I was like, oh, okay. I did the exact same thing. I was just like, da, 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 da. <laughs> didn't even realize what was going on. No, the one I'm talking about is is driving. Yeah, when you're in the back of the truck. Oh no, I know, there's there's one you have to like drive a mile, so you oh, have to drive extra. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, it's it, a different it's one. The pu- there's a puzzle where you're in the truck. Yeah, but it doesn't count that. Once you finish that puzzle, it does a cutscene of the truck just driving on a straight road, and you just don't push anything for a while, and you get the achievement. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Is it that one? Yeah, that's how I got it. I was just sitting there, and it eventually popped up. Uh, I guess there's more than one way. You're you're probably right. I because I thought I drove the truck a whole bunch when I was in that puzzle. I was like, how didn't I get a mile? And then I did the same thing you did. It sat there for a while by accident, and then it popped up. So I thought it was just late. So getting to our final thoughts, Keith, why don't you uh, start off? What did you think of Old Man's Journey? So I think I wasn't as bothered by the story, obviously. And quite frankly, I kind of just ignored it. I was so uninteresting to me that I was just like, okay, cool. This is happening. This is happening. The gameplay, to your point, it was just really relaxing. I love to come home and just, you know, relax with some video games. That's like what I do. And usually I play too much like stressful games like Apex and whatnot. That It was nice to just kind of shut my brain off. Like you said, play a little puzzle. There's zero replayability, so it's not like a great, great game, but it's definitely worth checking out on Game Pass, I think. I, honestly, just because of the art style, I'm going to go 75. Wow. Are you like surprised that it's high or low? I, I'm surprised it's that high. Um, For me, I mean, it's hard because maybe I am being a little judgy of it, you know? Maybe they had agreed to do this journey and, and the wife backed out and maybe he sent the money and I don't know. But <laughs> I, for me, I just, I, this, the story, I mean, it's like, it's like 90, 95% of the game. And the fact that I didn't like it, I think I'm going to give it maybe a 40 for art style and music. Be a little generous. <laughs> so for me, I didn't care too much for the gameplay. Graphically, I think this game is absolutely gorgeous. I absolutely really, really like the music, and I agree with Liz. I the story for me, it's. I think I like the story probably a little bit more than Liz, but even that, I still wasn't like gripped by it. It wasn't something where I was like contemplating days later and oh, that really touched me. It was just kind of like, well, that was an ending. <laughs> so, for me, this for me, this game is a pass, and I'd probably give it like a sixty. It's it's something that's pretty quick and easy to pick up, but I think it's a journey worth missing. Yeah, and I feel mm. like the Metacritic is kind of right in the middle. So for the users, 6.6, which um, Xbox it was TBD. So this is just the overall Metacritic score. Critics gave it 73, but yeah, 6.6, right in the middle around there. There really weren't that many reviews. I actually, there's like, I was going to say, there's actually quite a few on Xbox, and they all make me laugh because... Everyone, well, not everyone, at least 50% of all the comments that are on the Xbox store for this game are, don't play it. It asks for all your personal information as soon as you do this. Like, if has no one ever played an EA game? It's the exact same terms of service, except it's in, like, 200 words instead of 20,000. Oh, so yeah, they just accept you in get, terms of agreement, and like, people are upset about and, it. Oh, my gosh. It, people were just so mad about that. Wait, they actually gave it, like, a negative score because of that? Oh, there was... Or, 
I, I gave this a one star because I couldn't give it a zero. I can't believe that they just need my personal information just to play a video game. That's mean like, to the game. Even if, like, oh, even it's so aggressive. Like yeah. Because it's like essentially kind of a free game with Game Pass. It's, it's kind yeah. of rude that <laughs> people are upset about that. And Game Pass already has all the same information that they this people just asked for. It's just really silly. But that's the internet. But since not all games stay on Game Pass, I kind of wanted to bring back a little segment and ask you guys that this game on Xbox Store is normally 10 bucks. Do you think this game's worth that? If it came off Game Pass, would you guys pay that price for this game? No. And no. I know you're going to be my, <laughs> oh, you gave it a game. But no, I, I wouldn't pay anything 10 bucks is game. very high because it's a two-hour game. For me, though, I, like this is going to sound weird because I hated it the most. I'm not, I'm not saying I would pay the $10, but it was such a beautiful game that for me, it's like I really wanted to play it just to look at it. And so like $10, I, I don't know. I could see somebody paying that much. Well, you could obviously you could see someone paying a hundred bucks for this game. There's always somebody will pay some price for something. I just I do feel like I don't know just the graphics of it. Um, I can see why someone would pay. I personally would put it towards a couple of like coffees or something instead, but <laughs> fuel up for your other games. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, I think that's going to do it for us this week on Game Pass Grab Bag. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed, please don't forget to like, comment, or subscribe. Or don't. I don't care. <laughs> but we do appreciate you coming by and saying hi to us. We always love hearing from our fans. Uh, did we miss anything? Did we get anything horribly wrong? Please let us know. You can find us on Twitter at GPGBpod or on Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag. Or you can send us a personal email if you want to be personal with us at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. And also, we actually started an Xbox Live Club. We are at GPGB Pals. So if you want to join us on Xbox Live, you can and are afraid of sending us a friend request or something, come join our club. Come join our other friends and compare scores, try to meet up with people to play some games that are in Game Pass. Because there's a bunch out there. And if you have Game Pass, there's always people to play with. But I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I also have a Twitter with the same handle as well. Uh, and also have a Mixer with the same handle as well. So if you ever want to see me or upcoming games we're playing, please follow me. Um, I'm a big achievement hunter, so if you want to try to beat my monthly score, I always love the competition. And as always, I'm still Keith. Uh, I, I would watch Andrew play Mixer. Not if he's actually streaming his face, because you don't want to see that, I promise. But he's actually pretty entertaining to watch. Hey, my play. face is very mediocre. <laughs> Okay, that's a fair point. It is mediocre. <laughs> but anyways, you can find me on Xbox at Little Fluffy and on Twitter at Keith Lynch one two one, and I'm on Mixer, it's the same as my Xbox. But just get the link right from my Twitter because that's where it is and it's easy. And I'm Liz the Noob Gamer Tag Common I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz the Noob Noob is E W, and I'm I'm not sassy there, I promise. So you can come say hi. <laughs> Because you were very sassy this episode. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, we hope to see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.